0: boxed ready for Saturday morning's greyhound racing wrap across Victoria RSN 927 is talking greyhounds
1: and good day from JT welcome to talking greyhounds on the start of three very big weeks out of the meadows 3G1s to be decided tonight the rookie rebel the temley and the Zoom top, we are going to see some pretty exciting racing tonight. Hello, Simone Fisher.
2: Good morning, John. Gee, what a night we do have ahead of us. Three Group 1s on the one program at the one venue. Um, it doesn't get much better than this.
1: No, um, we probably have the best greyhounds in all those three distances out of the meadows tonight. I think that's a fair statement.
2: We do, and in those Group 1s, collectively the greyhounds competing in them have won over point. Three million dollars or something like that. George Ferrucci's got the stats. We'll He's be catching stats. up with him. So, uh, and, I'm,
1: and I'm tipping founder Bale's probably tipped in a fair chunk of that.
2: Uh, yes, but um, there has been some word that Rip and Sam may be the greyhound to cause an upset. We'll catch up with George and get his thoughts on the race a little bit later in the show. I look
1: forward to hearing uh, George's uh, thoughts for those three G ones on tonight. All right, Simone. Before we have a chat to uh, to Georgie. What has been making news in the world of greyhound racing?
2: Well, good racing again at Cranbourne last Saturday night when Mossimo Bale was too good in the Cranbourne Cup for Andrea Daly. The son of Fernando Bale was drawn in box six and he managed to get to the rails quite early on into the first turn and he was too strong for Monster Fish who did lead as expected. Uh, Poke the Bear didn't have a lot of luck from box eight but managed to run third. Mm. So... Uh, there was some improvement expected from Mossimo Bale from George Daly. He said after the heats, the greyhound hadn't been there, so if you had have listened to George, you may have um, had a few dollars on him. And on the same night, Azkaban won the ten thousand dollar Victoria Cup over six ninety nine there for Shona Thompson.
1: Good win it was too.
2: Yes, at Warrigal the uh, Warrigal Greyhound Racing Club it will be closed. Um, it was closed from Monday. Will reopen on the third of April due to construction works there. The arm trials, however, are still in operation on Wednesdays and Fridays. I'm not 100% sure what's going on at Warrigal, but obviously some uh, maintenance Mm. things happening there. Uh, Tomorrow at Sandown Heats, the Julie Haley Memorial will be run with the final run at the annual Girls' Night Out next Thursday night. Uh, Greg Miller has planned another fun night for the girls with tarot readers, beauty booths, dancers... um, and the opportunity to win a trip to Bali with $5,000 spending money. And I look at that and I think $5,000, you could probably live there for a year.
1: (laughs) How, How many rupee would that be?
2: Oh, Into the millions. about 10, it would be like 5 billion or something.
1: Oh, uh, look, uh, Greg does a does a wonderful job out there with Mickey Floyd. They really promote it well, so I'm sure next Thursday night will be a super night. Are you heading out?
2: I am heading out there. Um, Victoria Shaw and I have got a date next Thursday night, so we've already worked that out. Wonderful. Look forward to
1: hearing all about that next week. Oh,
2: okay. Well, we won't be cutting too loose, I don't think. Um, I've got a... I've got a radio show I've got to get prepared and dogs to do the next morning. And, of
1: of course, uh, you're a new mum. Or you've, oh, well. you've, you've got some new pups?
2: <laughs> yes, we have got some new pups, eight little pups there um, that are doing very, very well. Great mum, Diana Bale. She, she? Um, was born to be a mum, I think. So. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Her sister was born to win a million dollars and she was born to be a mum. I
1: look, look forward to seeing how they, how they grow. Yes. Uh, all, all the best with those, Simone. Uh,
2: thanks, John. Um, the Western Districts Derby was a terrific final at Ballarat on Wednesday night, won by Hecton Bale, who is a litter brother to the Cranbourne Cup winner, Mossimo Bale, an outstanding run there. Looking mm. forward to seeing what he's got in store as he matures and um, does a bit more racing as well. And talking of Ballarat, they have a big night coming up on Wednesday. Uh, It's Chinese New Year at the moment, and they've decided to have a Chinese-inspired night, given that it's the year of the dog. Correct. Um, What a great promotion. So they're celebrating with a Chinese buffet, which is only $20 for adults, and it's all you can eat. Ah,
1: it's a big yum cha. Very good. it is. Very good.
2: Yes, and children only $10. And the Chinese Australian Cultural Society will be in attendance with their Dancing Lion, and there will be prizes. So good on Ballarat and Dan Verburn there, the manager for promoting racing Mm. to hopefully a new audience as well.
1: A mistaken black bean man. Pretty simple. Oh, okay. That's, that's just just bring it on. It's just just love it. So well, well done to Ballarat. That's very very good marketing. What else has been happening so
2: much? Our has been heading off on road shows around the state for participants of all three codes to gain a greater understanding of the role of the commissioner, his role, and uh, being able to ask about questions. But being able to ask questions about integrity and also mm. raise concerns, Horsham hosted an evening on Tuesday as well. So I was um, trying to find out how that went, but I haven't actually heard yet. But I will endeavour to and um, report back. And also next weekend, GAP are having an adoption day at Bendigo. So details are on the website there.
1: Okay, Gap next uh, next weekend at Bendigo,
2: the twenty fifth. Twenty yes. fifth,
1: and Selperna does a really good job. Uh, he's, a, he's he's he's. Couldn't be more accommodating for this program, but also to answer any questions. I, I mm. think he really presses the flesh, which is an important part of his role, and uh, he gets out and about.
2: It's about being approachable to the normal everyday person, correct? And um, not thinking that your role is any more important than the person providing the product. I mean, and I think I think Cell really he mm. gets that. Yeah. I mean, his role is very very important. Absolutely. But without the people getting up mm. doing track work at three a.m. or the trainers doing their dogs, whatever. Mm. Well, he wouldn't be looking into integrity, would he? <laughs> no, for sure.
1: So I look forward to seeing how they go around the state. All right, Simone, time to hit the phones. Let's have a chat to George Ferugia about tonight's Ripper Race. We'll focus on the Tem Lee, hey?
0: All greyhounds, every Saturday across Victoria. RSN 927 is Talking Greyhounds.
2: Good morning, George. Gee, a massive night at the Meadows tonight with the three Group 1 races. Uh, we'll take a look at all three, but you would have had your head in the formal week, no doubt.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's a special time of year for Greyhound Racing, isn't it? At the start of the Australian Cup Carnival, it's it's the richest three-week carnival uh, across the world. Um, Simone, and you know, $1.3 million in prize money given away, so we certainly cannot wait.
2: No, we can't wait. We'll just take a look at a few stats, George. In the Temley alone, the Greyhounds lining up there have won over $2.3 million, but what's the collective amount over the, across the three group
3: ones that they've all won? I think we calculated it at about $5.2 million from the 24 finalists, which, um, you know, greyhound racing I've, I've sometimes has been called the, the poorer of the three codes, I suppose, but I don't think that can be the case anymore <laughs> when we're talking about... When we get into the millions, and of course, we've got one special greyhound who has won over a million dollars in Fannabale. I'll be the third greyhound in history to do it, and uh, she's got some challenges uh, trying to come at her. Uh Uh, tonight but uh, let's see how she goes she's shown her champion qualities in Group 1 stages before and uh, she'll probably do it again.
2: She probably will. Let's start with the Tem Lee George, Uh, like we mentioned over $2.3 million, an exciting race for you, you've come up with the Red with Striker Light and being an owner I mean it might be hard to be a little bit um, impartial to the rest of the field here
3: yeah, look, it's, it's a huge thrill to be again. I, you know, she made the race last year. To, to make back-to-back Tim Lee's is awesome. But, you know, I mean, we're, we're under no illusions about how hard it's going to be, whether you've got box one or box five. She's going to have to do everything right. And it's just such a such a good field. And for her to be, uh, you know, the only female in the race, too, is a big honour. But I, I, there's a greyhound in box two, at <laughs> the uh called Aston DB, who is uh, clearly Australia's best sprinter at the moment. He's won... 766000 in prize money, nine out of his last 10 starts. And I think, I'm not sure which way you're leaning, but I think Aston DB is probably the ground to beat.
2: Oh, I think so too, clearly from where he's drawn as well. And um, you know, he doesn't always fly out of the boxes, but as soon as he hits that green mat, he just musters pace like we don't see. And um, he's just unbelievable. He's just such a professional, isn't he? He is going to be very hard to beat.
3: Yeah, he is. And, I, look, I, I think uh, by looking at it, and I have done some form on the race, I think there's probably three Greyhounds who are drawn pretty well. I think Striker Light's drawn well in box one. If she can utilise her early speed, I think Aston DB, uh, all things being equal, either will be head-in-head uh, head with Striker Light or um, sitting behind her, and we all know he's, uh, he's finishing prowess. And I think the other one that's drawn pretty well is ability. Now, People often um, shudder when they draw box five in a race, but <laughs> look—he's got bewildering drawn on his inside, who we know his first section is certainly not his best. Overall, over five hundred metres, is he the quickest? One of the quickest greyhounds in Australia? Of course he is. But to that first mark raw ability, I think might have him covered. The greyhound on his outside, Cuda Mayhem, does have some speed, but he's certainly not a fence crasher. And the two young dogs, Out of Range and Pope the Bear. They've got heaps of talent, obviously, but again, they're not known for running, you know, low five seconds to the first mark, which we've seen Raw Ability do last week. So I think he's pretty well drawn. And the other important thing, uh, Simone too, is he's in career best form. I mean, he, he's uh, fresh off a, a Pause of Thunder win, and he went to the Meadows last week and ran uh, seventy seven. so seventy three. Sorry. So I think because they're all so good, I think you've really got to look at some box draws and where they're all drawn. So they're probably the top three for mine.
2: And perhaps raw ability, you know, you're going to get better odds with him too. Box five just seems to send alarm bells out to everyone. But you look at the two greyhounds out of range and poke the bear, I mean, both in terrific form, but box eight was the undoing of poke the bear in the Cranbourne Cup. And um, it probably doesn't look like an easy task for him from box eight. Out of range has the two group ones in his last three starts, to his credit as well. He's run that twenty nine eighty three. there. He did have a win at Wentworth Park from Box 7 um, in good time, but again you'd sort of think that probably you know Boxes 7 and 8 may not be the best in this particular field.
3: Yeah, look, I mean, if you had to envisage what's going to happen in six months' time, it wouldn't be a surprise to either of us. I think Simone to suggest that Pope the Bear might be the best greyhound in Australia. He's already um, shooting up with a bullet in that regard, but From box eight, this is clearly his toughest test. Um, As you said, he ran third in the Cranbourne Cup. He loves the Meadows, but to go against these Greyhounds and be cammed out wide, which he probably will be, it's going to be... If he wins this, it is an absolutely (laughs) monumental effort. For a Greyhound who is, I think, just turned two. Yeah, he turned two in December. December. Mm. Yeah, look, I mean, he's got some age on some of these and it would just be a huge effort. I think out of the two of them, I think the camp... um, probably suggest that Pope the Bear is the better greyhound than out of range, which, I mean, doesn't always work that way in terms of their race uh, the highlights. Obviously, Pope the Bear out of range is already a two-time Group 1 winner, where Pope the Bear is a Group 2 winner. But when we finish their careers, Pope the Bear might stick his head out in front. But, uh, yeah, look, it's going to be a, a monumental task for those two greyhounds, considering where they're drawn.
2: And we look at Cooter Mayhem as well. I mean, he's been such a consistent dog. Ran third in the Melbourne Cup. He's been in a number of country cups very quick early and quite reliable early as well. He hasn't had a, a win. He's only had one placing, and that's a third at the Meadows from um, two starts there. It looks like he might be up against it, um, not on ability-wise, but just where he's drawn as well.
3: Yeah, look, he's, as you know, Simone, he's been a, a terrific, terrific dog. He's made uh, numerous group finals. That run in the Melbourne Cup it was fantastic, Um Yeah, it might be a little bit concerning that his last two starts at the Meadows, certainly in lesser company than what he faces tonight. uh, He finished fourth and third. Probably more so than that is his box draw. Um, I think with raw ability, speed from raw ability, Aston DB, striker Light, these type of greyhounds, um, he's probably going to have to lead to beat some of these. So he's going to find it pretty hard to try to get around uh, raw ability, especially in his current form. So. Look, you know, we've seen upsets in races like this before. They don't get picked in the top eight for nothing. But um, yeah, he's going to have to have a pretty serious form reversal from his last two starts at the Meadows.
2: He will. And like you mentioned, raw ability, a 5.02 last start at the Meadows there to the first mark. I mean, he looks a clear leader if he's going to run that type of time um, tonight. Um, The other Greyhound, bewildering... Can he ever draw a box in a final? <laughs> the poor yeah. dog. I mean, he's, he's got so much ability. Uh, we've seen him in numerous group races. He just can't seem to draw a box, the poor dog.
3: Well, and, and more so for the fact that he isn't a raw, raw ability type where he's a get-out-and-go 502 dog. I think early in his career, he did run 503 to the market at Sandown Park, but he doesn't seem to have that in him at the moment. Look, the, the, the hope for him, uh, Simone, as you know, is if he can just somehow get a sit behind some of these leaders, we all know his finishing prowess is outstanding. Yeah. I'm not suggesting that he can give a dog like Aston DB a start in the beating, no. considering their, you know, the way Aston DB has been running. But bewildering is clearly a very fast greyhound. He did win a group race here off this draw uh, on Melbourne Cup. E plus, silver, e plus, yeah. silver bullet, I think. Was yeah, it the silver yeah. bullet. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, he put himself in a really, really good position on that first corner, and then it was game, set, match. I mean, that's the difference is where he's going to be able to settle. And there's, there's so many so much speed in the race. But then also you've got the the Queensland Greyhound.
2: Yes, we Slick. must mention Slick. Yeah, jumping from box three at the moment, pending no more scratchings this morning.
3: Yeah, look, I mean, he, he trolled unbelievably well at the Meadows. He went 29.79. I suppose the fly in the ointment for him was that he went 5.28 to the mark. Now, it's, it's pretty well known uh, for interstate greyhounds who do show some speed to come here at the Meadows and not go very fast in the first section. The boxes are a little bit different but they, they just don't seem to go very fast for the first mark. Now, he finished the race off extraordinarily well, um, but he's another one. Where is he going to be sitting if he's got the likes of ability and Aston VB in front of him? Now, he's obviously so talented. He's a two-time group one place uh, getter, uh, and more, more recently, his form has been outstanding. We spoke to, to trainer John McCarthy during the week who, who said he's got the Greyhound absolutely eyeballing at the moment and his confidence is sky-high. But again, the issue for me is where he's going to be sitting on this first corner. Because that's yeah we all know what Aston DB is going to do. If he runs with a clear running, he's going to run 29-60, 29-70. How do you run dogs down running that? So that's going to be the concern for him.
2: It's going to be an absolutely outstanding field. Stay with us, George. We'll be back shortly and we'll get your thoughts on the Rookie Rebel and the Zoom Top. The 60th Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival starts tonight at the Meadows with three Group 1 Invitationals and loads of family entertainment including Jason Singh from Taxi Ride Live and entry is free. Find out more at themeadows.org.au
1: Which race are you looking forward to seeing the most
2: tonight, Simone? I always love distance races, John but I think the Tem Lee tonight it, um, is outstanding.
1: Mouth-watering. It just, is. Just get tracks out and watch all three.
2: That's the way to do it.
0: RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher.
1: All right, heading to a break in just a moment. Simone, what did your iPhone tell you this time in the stopwatch function?
2: (laughs) Oh, quite a few, John. Some very good times this week. Fabregal for Lynn Smith, a 500 metre win at Bendigo in 2787. A 400 metre win at Geelong for Marcus Lloyd with Blue Hunter 2233. Poncho Manelli for Tony Rasmussen, a South Australian trained Greyhound, had a run at the Meadows in 2976 in preparation for the Australian Cup Heats, no doubt. Raw Ability for Anthony Azapardi, a 2973 at the Meadows. At Hillsville, a 300 metre run there for Balron Gus and Paul Keltsis saw a 1668 and a 350 run there for Angela Gear with Galia with It's All Talk a 1916. Heading to Horsham, uh, two wins there for over the 400 metres. Angela Langton had Regazzoni run a 23.05 and Kevin Mugavan over the same trip a 23.06 with Cluna Magic. So very quick there at Horsham. Lightning Frank, uh, last year's Tem Lee winner, back at his best at Ballarat. A 24.94 run there over the 4.50 for Matt Wright. And he's had some injury problems. Mm. So an absolutely outstanding run. Connections will be feeling quite confident with his return. And trip tret, uh, thirty and sixty eight over the five forty five at Ballarat for Brooke Ennis, uh, there. And also one last, to, one more to go for Mark Delbridge, a twenty one ninety eight run at Ballarat over the three ninety for Winlock Streaker.
0: It's the expert pick, Simone's run of the week.
1: What well, is your run of the week, Simone?
2: Putting Lightning Frank on top here, I thought it was a, an outstanding run, at 24.94 at Ballarat. What a return for racing, like I mentioned a mm. few moments ago. Um, he made up a lot of ground with some mid-race pace and won by over two and a half lengths. So a, an outstanding run, just topping Hecton Bale for me on the same night.
1: Okay, well done uh, to Maddie Wright, getting the bloke back, obviously too late for the, uh, or maybe not too late, late for the Australian I, Cup. I wonder whether it, they'll yeah, put him in the heat. Or, or would you go for the Easter egg?
2: I'm not or, sure, or both. Or Perhaps Matt, both. I'm Matt not, will
1: make up his mind. I'm but sure he will. Yeah. That That would be a pleasing sign because we know his class, and if he's if he's doing that in, in that race, uh, he's pretty close. Then
2: you'd be tempted to, wouldn't you? I mean, we don't know the backstory of how much trialing this great man's done, and how many months he's actually been quite right, and he's waited until now to put him in. So. Uh, I'm sure he won't He won't do the wrong thing by no. the dog, but it would be tempting, wouldn't it? Thinking, gee, he's run that, put him back around the meadows where he loves. And he's won d- two Group 1s Yeah,
1: yeah Well, he knows what it takes to, to win a G1 around that circuit. So, look, if, if he's running that time, why not?
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: All right, we'll take a break here on Talking Greyhounds, here on RSN 927. More in just a moment.
0: Love your doggies. The Greyhound Leader. RSN 927.
3: The 60th Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival starts tonight at the Meadows. Top quality greyhound racing with family entertainment including Jason Singh from Taxi Ride Live. Get all the info at themeadows.org.au
1: What's the best tip during the Festival of Racing? Always start before you dig. 1100.com.au
0: All greyhounds, every Saturday across Victoria. RSN927 is Talking Greyhounds.
1: Welcome back to the program. Let's uh, resume our chat with George Ferugia and uh, Simone. will have a chat with him about the other two G1s the Rookie Rebel and the Zoom Top.
0: What's making news around the canals?
2: George, two other group ones on the program, the Rookie Rebel and the Zoom Top. Now, Fanta Bale took out the Rookie Rebel last year. She's in the Zoom Top tonight, but um, a very exciting race as well with the up-and-comer, number three, Hecton Bale, who I really like.
3: Yeah, look, I've had to change my tips around a little bit, Simone, (laughs) after watching Hecton Bale in that Ballarat uh, Ballarat Derby on Wednesday. Wasn't that a fantastic Uh, win?
2: Outstanding run, yes. He's got champion, I think, written over him um, another six months down the track, perhaps sooner.
3: Oh, look, he, what I liked about his run on Wednesday was he actually began really well against dogs known for their speed. And if he could sort of bring that over 450, he could get himself into a really good position over 600 if he can begin as well. He's a very talented greyhound. I'm not sure what you think. I think this is probably one of the more open rookie rebels I've seen. We had the race last year where you said Fanta Bell won it where they thought it was the best rookie rebel of all time. This mightn't reach those heights, but to pick a winner here... <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty hard, I can
2: tell you. <laughs> You're going to get odds. Well, you've got Chasing Crackers, who ran third in the Sale Cup and second in the Melbourne Cup. I mean, he's just a, a very consistent, honest chaser, uh, you've got Henry the up and comer, a rising class for him, Hecton Bale, Dinah Dean, who's been racing in very consistent form over the 5.95 at Sandown, ran a 33.98 there recently. We're out there, finds trouble, but when it gets clear, we know how it can run on. Then Extreme Magic. This is a Greyhound that's um, had all those injuries, George, put in an outstanding run at the Meadows. It actually got run of the month um, with the Greyhound Clubs Australia. Just unbelievable run. After all those injuries it's had, it's stepping up in distance. And also Brugolino, we'll talk about Extreme Magic briefly. So stepping up in distance here, what are your thoughts going from the 5.45 at Ballarat? Uh, 55 metres doesn't seem a lot, but um, this greyhound does have a 33.92 PB there.
3: Yeah, look, he's the second fastest dog ever at Meadows over 600 metres. That was done earlier in his career. The, the, the concern for me with Extreme Magic, again, on that corner start, or at least uh, running into a, a short run-up into that corner, is where he's going to position. We all know that he does get back a little bit and, and gets home hard. He's going to have to rely on a little bit of luck. Is he the fastest dog in the race? No doubt. Absolutely no doubt. But again, he's going to have to rely on a clear run into that first corner. He's got a little bit of speed drawn on his outside, and obviously there's going to be some real heat on in boxes 1, 2, and 3, and 4. So... I think he's still favourite uh, this morning uh, for the rookie rebel. I'm not sure I'll be taking the shorts on him. If he gets clear running well, you'd be happy to take a fifty if, <laughs> if he's looming on them. But it's just that run to the first corner, Simone, that's got me a little bit worried.
2: And the other one, Brugelino, you're keen on him. And I must mention also Royal Intention gets to start at the moment from box five, the first reserve. But Brugelino, this is a greyhound that... She's knocking on the door as well. She's put in some really good runs but sometimes seems to find a little bit of trouble as well or she just has a, a stronger dog at the end to run yeah, her down.
3: Yeah, she's been going up to 650s and even 700 metres. I don't think that's her, her pet distance. I think 600 metres is perfect. If we if we go back to October last year, uh, Simone, she did win in thirty four thirty. She was the fastest of the Hume Cup heat winners. If she can bring that sort of A game, well, she's certainly a chance in this race, no doubt about it. I know she's drawn off the track, but she does have the speed to really be in amongst it early.
2: And the Zoom top, George, just briefly, um, Fanta Bale, of course, we can expect her to lead, but um, there's some other good dogs in this quick jagger off the red. Ebby Ripper, he's been in a number of group race finals and very, very consistent. uh, You've got Jalapeno, who comes off three six hundred metre wins at Albion Park. Rip and Sam, I mean, he's a greyhound that could possibly cause an upset here. That forty one fifty six at Sandown recently, and some good wins at the Meadows. Packy keeping Champagne Sally, another one that does hold three track records. So certainly a, an interesting race. Um, do you think that it might be Rip and Sam's time over Fantabale? What some of the rumours are?
3: Ah, uh, look. Rip and Sam obviously over the handicap journey at the Meadows, uh, Simone, ran 42.03, which is the second fastest of all time behind Burn One Down. So does he have the ability? Of course he does. He hasn't been in this type of company before, so this is another step up for him. But uh, you know, the, the article uh, on, uh, on the GRV website this week uh, from Robbie Britton that yeah, Rip and Sam's a huge chance, certainly yeah. ability-wise, to go yeah. well. The concern I have, and it's really funny to say concern with Fanna because every time someone <laughs> throws a concern at her, she wins. Yeah. <laughs> there is some speed in this race. Now, whether she's going to just ping out and lead easily, I'm not sure. Champagne Sally, that you mentioned, three-time track record holder, trialled at the Meadows, ran 42.59, which is pretty good. Yes. And, and Quick Jagger, who, of course, just got pipped on the line in the in the shootout behind Aston D.B., has stepped up over 700, and he, too, has got lots of speed, of course, the Sale Cup winner. Where are they going to sit in this race? Will they put the pressure on Fannabelle early? And will that set up something to come from behind, like your Ripping Sam, your Packy Keeping, Scott Keeping, these type of dogs, every ripper So that's the interesting question for me because she's been able to dominate over this distance by jumping to the front and just being too good.
2: Yeah, she has. Well, all in all, George, three outstanding races. It's going to be a huge night. At the Meadows tonight, of course, the start of the Australian Cup Carnival Uh, Cup heats next week and then the final the week after. Thanks very much for your time, George. I know it's a busy one for you, and all the best tonight out there in the Temley.
3: No worries, Simone. See you
2: out there. The 60th Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival starts tonight at the Meadows with three Group 1 Invitationals and loads of family entertainment, including Jason Singh from Taxi Ride Live. And entry is free. Find out more at themeadows.org.au. Which race are you looking forward to seeing the most tonight, Simone? I always love distance races, John, but I think the Tem Lee tonight um, is outstanding.
1: Mouth-watering. It is. Just get trackside and watch all
2: three. That's the way to do it.
0: (laughs) RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds
1: with Simone Fisher. Uh, George Ferrugia there from uh, Out of the Meadows, who will be a busy lad uh, tonight. Um, Dogs to follow, Simone.
2: Last week's dog to follow, my redeemer. It ran in the final of the Western Districts Derby at Ballarat on Wednesday. Ended up running fifth. And my dog to follow this week, John, is Star of Magic. It had its debut at the Meadows on Wednesday, won in 30 and 16. The best was only 30.07, so not far away at all. This greyhound led all the way. It's by Black Magic Opal out of Cintiana. So. A real blue blood there.
1: That is uh, a dog that is bred in the purple, and that's a pretty nice way to bounce the ball at, at, at one of the major tracks and uh, record 30-16. So I think we'll watch this pup with some interest, eh? I think so. What about a best bet, Simone?
2: Hecton Bale tonight in the Rookie Rebel, John, race six, number three at odds. He's been racing with a lot of confidence and has been very consistent. Uh, okay, a bit of a step up in class, but I think if you can get a few dollars for him is my best bet.
1: Oh, it's a super night of, of racing. So that's uh, Hecton Bale in the Rookie Rebel Race 6, number three. What's coming up in the water greyhound racing, Simone? Well, well,
2: obviously the three group ones tonight, the Chinese Year of the Dog Night at Ballarat Wednesday and Sandown Thursday night, the Judy Haley Memorial and the Frock and Roll Girls' Night Out.
1: And uh, we have S- uh, Simone Fisher and uh, and Co out of the, out of the greyhounds?
2: Yes. <laughs> I'll be there. Okay. Well, i'll, I'll get a,
1: I'll get a report on 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 what you ladies have been up to, but I'm sure it'll be a big night out at the uh, Sandown track uh, with uh, all the team there. Well done to uh, all the crew out there. Uh, they do a great job out at Sandown, Mickey, Mickey Floyd, and uh, and the team. So uh, Greg Miller, well, well done again for the good promotion, and uh, I'm sure it'll be a super night.
2: It will be. Um, it sometimes can get a bit. Um not messy, boisterous, messy. yeah. By boisterous the end of the night, the um, ends up a little bit like a, a hen's night towards the end <laughs> of the night, has in the past, but um, I won't be staying that long. Like I mentioned, I you've got have, some
1: young pups to look after,
2: yeah. I've got things to do, and um, I don't just live around the corner, so um, I'll go there for the you know, for the main things and probably sneak off before race 12.
1: (laughs) Enjoy the night, Simone.
2: Thank you, John.
1: We'll talk next week. We will for sure. In the meantime, you keep those tails wagging. Short break coming up here on RSN 927. The other side, we'll get the guys into talk trots.
0: We'll be uploading the best of today's Talking Greyhounds to rsn.net.au.
1: Keep you cool in the Festival of Racing with Dale Air.
2: Dale!
3: The 60th Sky Racing Australian Cup Carnival starts tonight at The Meadows. Top quality greyhound racing with family entertainment, including Jason Singh from Taxi Ride Live. Get
1: all the info at themeadows.org.au.